0: You know we're all gonna wind up taking a dirt nap one day
1: and you're a cheery rosebush tonight hey, for the record a dirt though, nap i don't want to make you feel worse or anything so I- i'll just say that i have bow down is most likely to die of the three of us uh, <laughs> for- you are
2: now listening to good bad or bullshit
0: Hello, greetings, welcome to another episode of the Good Bad or Bullshit podcast, where you're joining us for a topic selected at random, followed by some unrehearsed conversation, and then the icing on the cake, a quality review provided by each of our three hosts, and you, if you choose to write in and tell us your own thoughts. And those three hosts are myself, Mike Hodgins. And Mr. Bo Schwartz, hello, Bo. Hi
2: there, Mike. How are you today?
0: I'm well. And Mr. Crofton Steers. Ahoy, hoy. Ahoy to you as well. How you fellas doing this fine spring day? It's um, you know, like warm out.
2: It's a better day. I got some sleep last night, so I'm actually feeling spry.
1: Sleep's right. important. It's a good day. I'm I'm old and I've got allergies and my back hurts, but my back feels better and I took a pill for my allergies, so not bad. Sound like an old person.
2: Are the pills like making you constipated or anything? That, not yet. Those conversations generally ensue when you're like, I I take this pill,
1: but that pill takes with that pill. They do when talking that's to both something
2: Schwartz.
0: my dad has exactly said. He <laughs> takes pills and they always make him constipated. I know, I know, I know. They make
2: you constipated or they make you um, insane. You, you have I was sleep.
0: listening to this radio. You were talking about sleep. You got some sleep, Bo. And I always think of you as someone who's chronically sleep deprived. Well, that's why I said it. <laughs> and it was, um, what was it, Arianna Huffington? I don't know why she's this she's like a sleep crusader and she was talking about how it's like this epidemic of her time that people are chronically sleep deprived and how it used to Uh it's like this it's like this note of pride people say like oh yeah i go on six hours a night or five hours a night because you're working and you're busy and you're whatever and how it's basically just like kills people and makes them dumber and and she said she thought that Donald Trump is a prime example of someone who suffers from chronic sleep deprivation. And I was really? like, that's interesting. And he prides himself. He says, I sleep four hours or four and a half hours a night. And I'm like,
1: huh. Well, he's also at that age. Um, I, I would point out that the uh, late – is it late 90s, early 2000s James Bond movie, Die Another Day with Pierce Brosnan, the villain had developed some sort of mask that he put his head in that allowed him – it took 15 minutes, and he it gave him like eight hours sleep. So he effectively never needed to sleep, and because of that, became super rich and managed to do all this crazy stuff because he had those extra hours every day. It like was not things in the James Bond uh, saga. It may be stretching the truth a tad, a, a little bit, but it made me think about you know if you could take, let's just say you know they you had a couple of pills that you could take, not speed um but like a couple of pills and they just replicated 8 hours of sleep uh, and there was really nothing wrong with them whatever it was just the pills so instead of sleeping you could just take the pills would you take the pills or would you still would you go to sleep
0: well i mean i it's like you know, you're talking about a hypothetical thing that has all hey, kinds yeah. of problems with
1: it. <laughs> it has think. no problems with it. I'm telling you, the pills have no side effects; they're perfect. It's, it's like you could just take the pills or you could sleep. So what if question?
0: Yeah, well, in that what if scenario, I'm also Superman and I fly around the sun.
1: So yeah, I would take the no, pills. You're adding I, I like stuff the, you know, to my I scenario. <laughs> you're adding stuff to my scenario. See, I would take the pills sometimes, but a lot of times I would still sleep because I actually enjoy sleeping. I enjoy the you know the dreaming and the comfort well, and all that sort of stuff. I no like side that.
2: effects. Give me the pills because then I can they, go on a like a 87-hour uh, World of Warcraft bender.
1: Oh, no. I know for <laughs> sure. <laughs> for for, for Bo, I feel like he would be a pill guy until one day he'd just go off the pills and sleep for like 500 hours. Wait, you said
2: there's no side effects to
0: it. You no, should have to it.
2: sleep after the end.
0: There's, but see, in rea- but it's funny that you mentioned the pills because they, they were also talking about – what is it? Um, oh, what's it called? It's a sleep aid pill. Starts with an A – we don't get them advertised to us in Canada, um, but it's a big Adderall. I want to say a leave, but it's definitely not a because that's a painkiller. Aspirin, Ambien, Ambien, Ambien. And they, Is it and a- Ambien? Ever- and they played, and they're talking about Ambien, and they talk about the side effects of Ambien, which are things like that sound crazy, uh, where it's like you take Ambien, and then it's like you may not remember things that you did once you take Ambien, like operating a motor vehicle, or eating food, or sleepwalking, or doing any number of things that you like having sex. While you're asleep, and I'm like, that seems bad for many reasons, but people are like, I can't sleep, I'll take this pill. And then they go and do stuff and they're
2: unconscious. I'm like, that I is- will say that I like electronica music, but Ambient's my favorite genre. <laughs> Am-
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're just covering their bases for insurance reasons, but probably most of the time it nope. works. Well, fine. They,
0: well they played they played this clip of this uh I can't remember her name, uh who was on um Letterman show and she was talking about how she always takes Ambien and she was like telling all these crazy stories. She takes the ambient. I'm out, and then I wake up, and there's, like, a video on my phone I took, and I've changed all my clothes and stuff like that.
1: Like, hmm. This is, like, the Mike Hodgins hour of not remembering where things are from in his references. He's like, there the- was there was some lady on Letterman. She took some dr- drug. I think it started with an A. Is it is I it ambient? The name of it, and I yeah. told you it was
0: Ariana Huffington, and it was on the CBC, so you want to go listen to them, and you'll find it.
1: W- wait. This lady on Letterman was Arianna Huffington taking. No, Arianna Huffington was the one
0: talking about sleep on the CBC I'm All right, confused.
1: I
2: think after a long analysis Mike has been shilling for CBC Somehow somebody at CBC is so bad at their job that their idea of influencer outreach is to pay Mike to talk
0: about CBC I would also say that uh, anyone
2: who works for a public broadcaster
0: trying to be like, we need to increase our advertising is like, you're not doing it right it's a public broadcasting
1: Man, I really need an ambient.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, we should All give right. you one on this show And then and then you wouldn't have to listen to me And then you just, you'd, at the end of it You'd just have a podcast recorded
1: And then I'd be able to listen to the episode afterwards And it would be refreshingly new And I would still make good points Exactly <laughs> Okay.
0: Uh, like... blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think the machine's ready I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. pull the thing
2: and get started If you're good, I think we're primed here Do you remember what the thing's called, Mike? Right?
1: Ten topics,
2: ten. Ugh. I love that sound. It's the best sound in podcasting, folks.
0: Got a ring to it. Okay, the topic <laughs> today so is uh, skyscrapers. skyscrapers.
2: Skyscrapers? The very tall buildings. Mm-hmm. So, this on the surface feels like a benign topic. Yeah, you walk around a city, you see a skyscraper, you go, uh, I don't give a shit, and then <laughs> you just go on with your life. Um, so, All right, what's well, your verdict? Let's what's... Well, let's start somewhere, because skyscrapers are a thing in the world, and they are all over the place, so I think they're important. It's... Are they
1: all over the place? What, how many stories Well, okay, you
0: a
2: skyscraper?
1: I think you say ten stories. Ten stories. Because
0: I think the term skyscraper is an old one. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, like, 10 stories is, you know, it's a, it's a tall building. I would even probably say something like 6 or 8 is getting,
2: you know, it's it's a tall building. If I had a time should... machine, I'd want to go back and get somebody who would coin a term like that from whatever age they started coining terms like that and show them our buildings and see what they'd say.
0: Well, that's it. I'm sure also say me saying 10 stories, anyone who lives in, like, uh, a city like, you know, New York or, like, Toronto even – Who, of course, we don't have any listeners in those cities. But if we did, they'd be like, this guy's an idiot. That's like (laughs) a shit on a 10-story building.
1: Yeah, generally skyscrapers I associate with like, you know, 20 stories. Yeah, 20 stories. No, twenty plus. Sound like a country bumpkin. S- starting twenty. Shut your um, so, so the thing is, with with skyscrapers, is that they're they generally related to uh, increasing density in a certain area. Now it could be density for residences, could be density for businesses, c- uh, commerce. Generally happens in the downtown core of cities. Not always, but often. Um, and uh, b- but one thing I find interesting is like it's the they 're sort of the product of of the need to build upwards, so Wellington, New Zealand, the capital of New Zealand, which is is not by any stretch of the imagination a big city it 's like I want to say it 's like one hundred and fifteen thousand or something like that it's not it 's not a huge city it 's definitely not as big as Auckland on the, the, the their biggest city their Tirana on the other end of the uh, the North Island. But it has pretty much as many skyscrapers. And the reason is it's, it's built on a bay with sort of mountains surrounding it. And there are sort of uh, suburbs that you can get to by driving outside of the bay. But they essentially need to maximize the space. And, and at a certain point, you know, ran out of real estate and had to build upwards. So I think Hong Kong is somewhat in that same boat. I've been to they-
0: Hong Kong and – I, I was, All
1: right, fine. Well, you brought Ooh. it
0: up. When I was a kid, I was really, I loved pictures of Hong Kong, because
1: like, it's this vertical
0: city, same thing. It's basically, it's an island, and then there's peninsula, and it's just like, there's like, whatever, seven million people there, it's fine, and they build up. And uh, and it is like, that's an interesting one, uh, because it's like, you go there, and it's like, everything's like 80 stories, or whatever, but then you'll see things like, people like, stick this, like bamboo poles at the window, to dry their clothes, and stuff like that, because it's maybe not convenient for a lot of other things like living, you know, in some ways to be like if you're on story 35, it's not always convenient to like jaunt out to the store to get something like everything has to be planned around elevators. You know, like I get how it's like you know, with a lot of people living in like a small area, you know, you have no place to go but up it makes total sense. But like, I guess I to bring up if you're living in one, maybe not working or living in one, is this at all a natural way to live? You know, like stacked up like that?
2: Uh, I don't know. I've been an apartment dweller, although I don't live in a big one now. It's just two-story building. But you but... lived in a pretty big but, uh, apartment. um it's kind of cool. I will say waiting for the elevator kind of sucks, and not having recourse when the elevator goes down, i.e. billions of stairs to climb up, also does suck. Um, so if it's a well-planned building, though, you probably have redundancy and you've got the elevator, so it's less of an issue. And oftentimes... You have convenience on the bottom floor in the form of, you know, pharmacies are very local. And um, I don't know. I have to imagine the really tall buildings, maybe there's even a store like in the middle. Some of them do have that. The the giant ones might have like a middle mall area, the really big ones.
1: I just, I want to throw this question out to Mike because he's before, he has told me about the the merits and value of densifying the urban core, in particular, because I live in sort of like an urban village type area, and every once in a while an infill is coming in and take turning one house into two houses and all this, and skyscrapers just end up being the the result of a need uh, to to to, um, to densify. Sometimes not. Sometimes they're just money grabs or whatever. And we talked about that a little bit in the condominium episode, but but i i guess my my question would be um like if the world population just you know keeps growing keeps growing and like we have these cities and we need to to, to find places for people to live does it not make sense to build upwards like what else would we do i mean Kill people to make less people, like I, I you know, I know we could build let, more cars. Let, there aren't enough uh, cars in the there. world right now. Let the, the poor, skyscrapers starve. or mass holocaust. No, but I mean, it's like, let the poor starve. I mean, like, you have it once you have a population issue, and you have too many people. It's like, for them to be able to be have proper clean housing and not just piled on top of each other and giant bunches of humanity, isn't skyscrapers just the natural conclusion that you just build up? In an I mean, organized it, fashion,
0: it, it is like it, it. I guess it depends what you're trying to like achieve, and if it's just like housing people, uh, you know. Like, I mean, I don't know what the answer. To your, I don't know quite what your question was. Like, there's more people. Should you not build a skyscraper? Like, uh, yes, sure. It's a good way to house more people in a small geographic a, you area. You could build a ground What's scraper. The
1: alternative? Ground scraper, like a giant cavern. And they're they're looking at. Yeah. S- Sort of things like that in New York and Manhattan right now. Building in the old subway tunnels and trying to trying to build down. There's this <laughs> even this crazy design of like sinking Central Park and then having like on the inside like all these these sort of condos around the rim of the Central Park's over. Well
0: there's the I underground
2: know. mall in Montreal. I mean it's a similar concept but just deeper, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean like part of the problem with, with some of these things. Is like a lot of a lot of skyscrapers, and this probably is not all of them, but a lot of them are like not efficient buildings at all. Like, so they cost a ton to heat and a ton to cool, much more so than an equivalent well-built sort of single-family house. I mean, could you build one that is? Well, I'm sure you could. I don't know if the cost becomes exorbitant, but it's like they're they're just they're just. A lot of them are are built, yeah, to house people, but not necessarily well. In the sense that, like, it's wasting a lot of energy. It's a, it's it's a lot of energy intensive material like concrete and things like and steel to build to build these types of building. Whereas you could use renewable resource like wood to build a house, but you can't build a skyscraper of wood, or you would be stupid if you did so. <laughs> like it's wood, 100, 130 stories of wood it's it, you can't do it, so you have to use in, energy intensive materials and and uh, very extractive materials like you have to increase you know it's mining uh the energy re- used to make concrete it's it's a ton and 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 processing steel and metal like that goes into these buildings it's all like damaging stuff, and not to say that the lumber industry is like wonderful, but at least it's a it is a renewable industry you can plant more trees you know you can manage forests whatever it's got some problems too mm-hmm. so I, I mean i agree like how like how do you deal with density yes like build build buildings that hold more people sure in less in lesser spaces um i mean I think that's kind of a side question, in the sense that I'd be like, maybe, maybe we shouldn't have so many megacities. Maybe people should move to other smaller cities. Like, but
2: like, you know. if you don't build up, then I think the point Crofton's trying to make, besides the Holocaust and killing people, which I think was more on the jokey side, yeah, his main was point. that <laughs> was that you have to build laterally, basically. Like you had, like if if there is a de- if there is a density of people that just insist on being on one part of the Earth because of business and survival or whatever. If you don't build up and you don't build down, you gotta build widthwise, and that doesn't that increase our dependence on on cars and all those modern conveniences and and travel time. Like you're still draining the resources around. Like you have to have water pipes and sewage, and and those houses still need to be cooled it, and heated. Yeah, like I to,
0: like that's totally true. That's the, and we talked about suburbs on this very show a long time ago. It was one of our early things about yeah. the suburbs, which are precisely that, right? You know, building outwards. And we all agreed that they were, uh, well, I'm then, gonna say, I, I was gonna say bad. I'm like, maybe someone said bullshit. We definitely well, did not they're say They're definitely
2: suburbs. lame. The, the see, thing is, like, skyscrapers <laughs> are not lame. Like, if you live or yeah, work in a skyscraper, impressive. yes, it's not lame. But, uh, if you, you know, uh, work, I mean, if you work in the suburbs, if you live in the suburbs, it's lame. Like, there's no way to, to coolify, um, Either of these, like, well, so, it's so I was gonna I, say,
1: but Bowen, that was like I had that on the tip of my my tongue as well. When you were talking about, um, when you were talking about like it being suburbs being lame, I, I was thinking that there's a status associated with skyscrapers, like, there's it, it feels like they symbolize success, and like when Donald Trump is always trying to pitch, like. Pitch this idea of him as like a successful businessman. It's because he has these giant skyscrapers in multiple mm-hmm. cities mm-hmm. with his name plastered at the top, right? right. And, and that there, there's something that that um, like when you think of New York, you think of the skyline. You think the skyline of these cities, and, and the ones that are the most iconic, or often tend to be, are the ones with. Um, are the ones with skyscrapers. And i you know, I maybe maybe it just symbolizes that this is a destination, that lots of people want to live here. So many people want to live here that we have to build up. So that's why that's why they symbolize success. I don't really know.
0: But you know that that raises another interesting point about like when we talk about like the real skyscrapers. Like, I mean, if we're just saying, okay, any building above 10 or 20 stories, you know, that's a lot of buildings and you can make but when you often when you think of skyscraper like a real skyscrapers, you think of like you know the Sears Tower or like the Empire State Building or like in Dubai whatever that building's called or the or the towers in Kuala Lumpur like there's some giant and, and they're built just for that they they're, they become the icons of a skyline right and and those ones are usually built for that per- for that purpose like it's not a necessity to build a 100 story building like there's never like everyone everyone needs a place to live, and it needs to be in this block a hundred stories up like that's just not true like if you were to build ten buildings at twenty stories you could you know where there's ones that are currently two or three or parking lots or something like that you could you could meet those density needs and, and then you just wonder like is it insane to have a building that big that consumes that much energy that has like these giant elevators you know it just it does seem like it's really cool, you know? Like when you go up a tall building, like the CN Tower, I don't think you technically call that a skyscraper. It's a, some kind of something else. But when you go up it, you're like, wow, wow this, is, this is cool. And then they become a, like I, a tourist. I, I think it's a tower. <laughs>
2: uh, the it, CN?
0: It's the it, CN it, Tower. No, but I think there's actually a term for it. It's like, what it? it's always referred to as a tall, freestanding structure, oh, okay. which is different than a skyscraper or
1: a tall I it, building. I think it's been. Passed by like that building that Tom Cruise scaled in Dubai.
0: Yeah, the, the Dubai Bur- one, but I think the
1: Burj Khalif something. Yeah. Bur- yeah anyway, I, that building well, is crazy. Ow. But see, that's that's like Dubai is. When you brought it up, it made me think. Dubai is like a perfect example of like the skyscraper status and the idea of like building upwards to for no reason other than to be like look how loaded we are let's have the tallest building imaginable
2: it's also a giant fu to nature because we traditionally have buildings close to the ground because it's safe and and the higher we build up the more we tempt fate and um i know we had a really cool article there was one time i was on current geek and and we talked about these large buildings actually sway in the wind these giant skyscrapers, they're, meant to, yeah. um, they're designed, they're not designed like we have to make this as rigid as possible. They're actually designed to withstand high degree of wind, uh, winds, which means they actually sway with the wind, the, the high velocity wind somewhat. Some of them even having giant balls, giant skyscraper, well, a skyscraper ball, you know, somewhere in the middle to help like maintain a pendulum, it. like, a like a 700, count- yeah, like a 780 ton weight. In the middle to help you know keep it stable and, and to comp when it leans one way the ball leans the other way kind of so it it helps Crazy stabilize thing. it it's insane it's there like the biggest skyscrapers forget scaling it building the damn thing is actually a feat yeah in humanity. And, and that's
0: what's kind of insane like like right now I'm in the process of of uh, renovating a house and and I basically could have built a new one for the amount of work I'm doing and that's an interesting thing to be like, you can build a house. Like You you could learn how any any one of you guys, maybe not Crofton. No, I think even Crofton, if he put his mind to it. Could, you could go and build a house. It's yeah. not like, and you, you're kind of allowed to. You could never build a <laughs> skyscraper. I could be like, you know what? I, I really want to build. I want to beat Dubai. It's my new personal goal. <laughs> It's just like not going to happen. You need like a billion dollars, yeah. like massive resources, like it's industrial scale building. Whereas, whereas houses are human scale building, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, again, they have, we live in an industrial age, and we need those things, so that they they have their their purpose. But it can, you know, it comes back to that kind of thing as is being iconic, or or like, look what we can do is as, as, as human beings, because it cannot be done by. Anything other than a large group uh, in a complex society, which is, which is neat. It's kind of like
1: showing where we are as a civilization. Look what we can do. Uh, and, and that's it's, In the end game of civilization, the video game, when you're near the end, that's when you get skyscrapers. The ziggurats? I don't know. I never got that far.
0: It was Sim City. Back, uh, I'm
2: thinking of like Sim City in like
0: 2000 and something. You get get these things called ziggurats. They were like the future of things.
2: What if the future of skyscrapers is one day we have one that's so tall that you can stay at the, you can live in the penthouse in space. They're so tall that they tip out into space and you're a space It's leader. funny that you say that because th- apparently there are
0: people who theorize about making space elevators as an actual effective way to get stuff into orbit. And
2: I'm like, that sounds insane, but... But we built giant... I mean, we're working our way higher and higher. Yeah.
1: And it, it's it's pretty interesting. Things
2: that but, seemed impossible 100 years ago, we have now. So you kind of want to keep that door open a little bit, you know? Maybe. And And it's funny because, like, in terms of... This thing, like back to being like a,
0: um, it's like a, priv- a privilege. And it's interesting to think about tall buildings like this because when you often when you think of like projects in dense cities, they're often tall buildings like very basic. But also, if you think of like a penthouse in a big, you know, in a big building in a in a downtown core of a big city, you're talking like millions of dollars, like much more than it would cost you to buy a mansion in in a lot of cases. Um, so they're kind of like this mix of. Elitist and for everyone, depending on how, which way you, you sway with them, and uh, I think I think a lot of places. Like there was a time where they built a lot of, a lot of these sort of like big apartment blocks, and they're very simple. And a lot of people live in them, and maybe it was affordable or whatever. But now, because of the condo sort of boom, which we also talked about, like in our in our town, the there's a building going up, uh, and I find it so funny that it's called the Icon. Like that's what it's called itself, the Icon. And it's going to be the tallest building in Ottawa. There's a giant swank condo. And again, it's that whole thing of like, oh, look where I live. Like I'm in the tall building where it's the icon. And and it's, it's just, it's almost, it's like proving a point. And it is, it's becoming more like, I live in the tall building. You know, it's funny to think about that term, the ivory tower, when people are like all elite or above others, you know, it, there always was this idea that the rich, like, a-hole lives up in the tower well, because that's where... Yeah,
2: because you know, when you live on would... the second floor of a tower, and I've lived in an apartment building, so, you know, people throw their cigarette butts down, you get to see them falling down. Like, the shit does roll downhill. The it pigeons a, the pigeons, The attacking. pigeons, I was on the floor. You should have seen my balcony at that apartment at Fobo. It was covered in pigeon shit, couldn't get rid of it. it I just feel like I'm going to die 10 years younger because of all the pigeon particulate i've inhaled over the years on that <laughs> damn balcony
1: and in cities like new york there's like there's they're all like that right like if you want to live somewhere you're living in a skyscraper if you want to live on manhattan you know you're you're pretty much going to be anyone, and so you might you want to be closer to the top because and that culture just moves with the you know where new york goes so goes the world and i I will say like I – as an adult, I have a better appreciation of why Spider-Man was based in New York because honestly – he could not live in our city like it would be the most boring he would be stopping crime in like two square blocks where he's like oh sweet here's a skyscraper okay oh now it's a two story building you know like two stories for the next foreseeable future well you should just take
0: public transport like
1: everyone else yeah he's like I'm just gonna ride on top of the buses at one point (laughs) like when I was a kid they gave away like this there was this series of Spider-Man goes to Canada where they gave and anyway it was a free comic that taught you lessons it was kind of lame Name, but it was free uh, And uh, he goes to like He goes to Charlottetown P.E.I oh. <laughs> And I'm oh. like wow That would really suck for Spider-Man Like I cannot think of a worse place like, hey, There's it.
0: a church steeple I better swing off it
1: Yeah there's nothing else Uh But yeah it, it, all, all this to say I don't have much left to say about skyscrapers
2: mm. Mm. Yeah we spent a lot of time talking about the living situation But we all work in buildings I mean Mike, do you think it's better for businesses to be to be, you know, organized in a, such a way that everyone's together? Definitely for the business, it makes sense because people are closer and it's more convenient. But I've, I feel like I'm like it's like I'm the de
0: facto expert on Skype. Well, I don't know you work Skyrims. in the
2: tallest building. I did work in like a twenty.
1: to Crofton works building, in a so. much taller building than I work. Oh, in. that's
2: true, actually. yeah worked in so. Tall.
1: On the nineteenth floor for a long time, I mean, which but, was, but, is incidentally the tallest, currently the tallest building or second tallest in the national capital region. Not till the until the icon. <laughs> but I, but it, it is a good, both point is is well made in that like uh, we've been talking about skyscrapers as residences, and they do they often s- serve more as commercial buildings, especially where we live, um, and they they have allowed um, employees to work together. Uh, and especially, we're in the capital of our country, so there's a lot of government jobs, and and uh, a lot of uh, employees need to work together. Now, I think we're starting. We've reached the point now with streaming video and and and, and accessibility uh, of computers and internet that we 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 can start working from home a lot easier than we used to be able to. So I feel like there's almost a, a move away from these giant uh, skyscrapers, and maybe. Uh, more, maybe in ten years, people will be all working out of their homes and essentially just coming into uh, a communal office to attend meetings or to do a couple of things a few times a month. Right? Uh, that's already happening some places. So, but I do think that in the late part of the twentieth century, the skyscraper was where big businesses with hundreds and thousands of people. That's where they had to, to be based and where they got stuff done. Um, and it served a purpose at a certain point in time. I'm not sure commercially or, or in, in the world of industry if we're moving away from that, if it still serves that purpose. Well, Donald I, Trump
2: is still a factor. And, you know, if there's yeah, ever was, a monument to ego, as the Trump Tower, town. and you know he's not the only one that wants a tower in his name or a building. But in his name.
0: It's funny because Croft, you basically meant when Bo asked that question, I was going to give almost the exact same answer, which which I think is, is interesting, and and it begs the question a little bit. Are are these? They, I think they serve their purpose. They have this his, this historical precedent of being needed in a central place and limited You've got to go out. Blah blah blah. But the whole the whole internet revolution or part of it is supposed to be the interconnectivity of work of life whatever and you know there's a culture shift that's currently happening it's a bit slow but yeah it's like it's like are do we need these things anymore like i be, being that they are intensely energy intensive to build uh very costly drive up the price of real estate where they are like just to get people to get on a bus or a car to go to that place whereas maybe it's just like is it, is the skyscraper going to be a thing of the past because of technology that just allows us to work and communicate seamlessly from wherever
1: the commercial that- the commercial skyscraper i think see like going back to my analogy earlier and this is going back to the residences like i know we're a long way from that we have from this hypothetical that i'm about to drop like we have we have we have tons of land out there mm-hmm. with that is empty, uh, or uh, you know, the Canadian north, uh, most of Canada lives along the border to the south. But let's just say, for instance, the world, the entire globe was just completely saturated with people like, just we've, we're we've, like Coruscant, yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> what if we? Be- because then, at one point, what happens? You gotta. They, it feels like you've got to build. You've got to build up, and you become coruscant. I think. I think that's what you know. That's what happens. Because I think, yes, right now, commercial skyscrapers might not be in in need as much anymore. But I feel like the Earth's population keeps growing, and the need for densification is going to keep growing. Uh, and then at one at one point in the science fiction future. Uh, skyscrapers will be the way thing, and the way things are done. And you see that in a lot of uh, sci-fi. What was that one recently? Elysium, I think it was, where uh, where like all the rich live out off-world, and like all the poor live in these essentially junkyard skyscrapers on Earth because it's just reached it's, that. I point. mean, it's
0: it's interesting. There's, there's like a lot of things that go like because you know that factor of like God's population increase, we have to density. You can follow this natural. Progression to the skyscrapers everywhere. Like the major factor with that, and as much as science fiction kind of like figures out technologies to do away with them, what essentially you're trading off, like like that that scenario uh, involves the destruction of all all life. Like like if if you were to have that many people, like and we needed that much place to live, like our ecosystems would collapse, the food systems would collapse. Um, the climate would go completely bonkers, which it's already started. You know, we're seeing the seeds of those things. It's like, our, we cannot handle a, a, a planet of skyscrapers. Like, and any technology that maybe, you know, imagines that we can is technology that do not exist now. And I think it was pretty interesting because you brought up the point of the whole like work, because it's like this paradigm of like, Hey, okay, we talked about residential skyscrapers and commercial skyscrapers, but they're kind of like, they're tied together. Right. Because it's like, it's like, why do you, why do people want to live in a skyscraper? Because oh, I need to live downtown. It's like, well, need why, why do you need to live in a big city? It's like, well, because that's where the jobs are. Like, where are the jobs? They're in the skyscrapers downtown, right? And it's like so so like if you all want to work in 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 Manhattan, there's all these tall buildings. You got to get to work, and you're like, oh, I don't want to be in traffic for an hour living out in the boonies. I got to get in, you know, I, I get an apartment building. But if 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 the technology does help us in the sense that it can be like, well, now you don't have to be there. You can do your work from wherever. It'd be, in some ways, a lot more, a lot less impactful to have people spread a little thinner, uh, with more like greenery, um, you know, in in your life and, and trees and things that are living that are allowed. Like that's a whole other point I would bring up about skyscrapers of like you're totally, you're totally pulled away from the natural world. And I mean, there are a lot of people that say that just looking at a tree is really good for your health. Like it will ease your stress, it will make you feel better. And living in a skyscraper in, like, a really dense con, kind of concrete jungle, like, it's totally unnatural. But, but, like but I've I think got it, a
2: plastic tree. I've got a plastic tree. You can see it behind me if you're watching the live stream. Trying to trick your, does that, your brain. Does that, maybe, does that calm me if I look maybe at it? it maybe does it pla- helps. Maybe Probably it doesn't. Does. Maybe it has to be a real tree because the smell is important, you know?
0: like I don't know. Of... I know I like looking at trees. And, and I think a lot of people like trees. You like people like parks, trees too. right? And, and then, it, you know, in theory, it's like, you know, and, and cities have little parks and stuff like that, and, and I think most people who live in cities want their parks to stay there because they're important. Mm. But the more you live, the more you have these taller buildings, the less natural space you ever see. I, I personally don't think that's good.
1: I think I'm shifting on this one. I find that like, and it's interesting hearing Mike, the the way Mike's Mike's thinking about it because. You know, I echo a lot of his thoughts in that there's going to be a skyscraper essentially built next to my house and I've been involved in sort of the planning and development of this because they want to to go around height permits and build higher than has been previously allowed in the spot. And as much as, as, much as they're going to make it nice quality building and do all this sort of stuff, remediate toxic land underneath, there's a lot of good to come from it. They're still building a skyscraper near my house and uh, i was looking i was looking at shadowing impacts and all sorts of different stuff and i realized that like i live in a detached house in 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 an urban environment uh it's not a super dense and urban environment but like it's a you know it's a detached house and so i almost by na- the nature of my circumstances hate skyscrapers or or dislike them because i see them as sort of the antithesis of of you know like and, and mike's turning in it into like you know living with nature sort of thing i i'm not i'm not sure i go t- to that extent but i i definitely feel like being closer to the ground having a having a nice house to yourself mm-hmm. feels feels good but i also think it's something that like i don't i don't know if it's like a, an age thing but as people get older it feels like they get more disgruntled with stuff like skyscrapers and like, oh, building up and part of it is like you're you're less inclined to want to be where the nightlife is and be downtown and be where everything is happening because there's other reasons to live in cities other than just jobs you know people want a lot of people want to live in big cities and feel that energy but as you get older and older and you develop your family units and all that and then you then you you want your oh I want my little piece of my my little place and i don't want i don't want to be sharing walls and I don't want to be having people on top of me or next to me or whatever i want my I want my own space and, and and it's ironic cuz that seems to just escalate as you get older and older and then when you're an old person like when you, um a senior often you have to face reality of, of downsizing and moving into as my aunt and uncle recently had to do move into a condo and then potentially a seniors home afterwards and they, going from a big private you know private home with a lot of space that you don't necessarily even use anymore and then moving to these to these sort of tight locations, as when, when mentally, as an old person, you're sort of almost railing against this. I find it. I find it interesting because I find it's rare that you see it, young people, like in their twenties and stuff like that, railing against skyscrapers. It feels like that's something that happens when you get older and start forming those units.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I think they're pretty damn cool. And you know I'm a man child, so I like I'm with, I like what they I mean, it's like. funny, but like cool.
0: And like I like skyscrapers. Like I mentioned started when I went to Hong Kong. I was specifically went to Hong Kong because I wanted to see this crazy dense t- vertical city because I always the imagery of it always intrigued me. I like them. But mm-hmm. just even a little bit through this conversation and not having thought about them that much, I I, I really am like questioning their actual value um in that we might have a a solution to it which is like we don't all have to go in our cars or whatever down to some big block of concrete and steel to write emails for eight hours and then travel back to your other tower of concrete and steel to live in your little condo you can you can live wherever you choose and it might be in more natural environment or might not be could be urban and i think that there are we were talking about densification there is i think a sweet spot of densification where you can have like a lot of houses, pretty tight together. A lot of people living in an area with still room for trees to grow and, and a little bit of grass. And you know, they there is a balance of density, right? You know, and um, you know that wouldn't exist in downtown of a of a really huge city, but it, it exists in the mid downtown areas of a lot of cities uh, and fairly dense. But anyway, was, uh, are you guys ready? For- is
1: that but is that a utopic view of like oh, there's a sweet spot, perfect spot for it's it It's a
0: privileged view for sure because usually those those spots in cities like our own and many are expensive places to live. I think because they're appealing because it gives you like, well, I want to live in a human-scale building. Maybe it's my own. I'm not sharing it with other people, yet it's still close to stuff like nightlife or shopping or whatever. But those are expensive houses to, to buy. So it's definitely a place of privilege. And we talked about in suburbs. People tend to live in the suburbs because they're cheaper or people buy a condo because they're cheaper. But again, you know, and in, it's funny in the same way that we were like, is poverty is still the wrong word, but like, is people being hard up for cash driving something that we agreed was a negative suburbs is that in some ways also driving another negative, which is maybe like these intensive buildings, uh, just because stacking people and getting all these people to one space is cost effective. Um, and you can buy a 500 square foot condo for cheaper than you can buy a house and I mean, yes, that but, what you said is like utopic because it's like privileged. But, but
1: if you're it like if it, you and and I say say this because I'm sort of on the same boat as you on I think on some of this. If you're anti suburbs essentially and you're anti skyscrapers, then at one point does it feel like we're not being realistic with regards to? where people live and, and density. Like I understand, I know all the shitty stuff about suburbs that I hate. And I know all the shitty stuff about skyscrapers that I hate, but people got to live somewhere. and and like, are you sort of just saying like you could take, you could take a knife and pretty much sl- It's like, if you, put residence's jam on your toast like there's a big clump of them at one point and if you just smooth it with the knife and make it more even then then that jam will be evenly distributed and there's a magical sweet spot or or is it or is it just that we're being naive about the nature of how where people live
0: well i i i mean i think that i think there is a sweet spot in in that and i think that there's you know the whole field of urban planning is what this is kind of all about and i think it's criticized in so many ways for you know and rightly so and wrongly so in many different ways but a lot of that is achieved through like zoning right like you talked about the place built in in, in building your where there's a, a zoning restriction on on heights in certain areas and i think that there probably is a sweet spot of of density to be like should you have swaths of like two-story homes that go on for miles and miles and miles or and then have another zone where it's like and you have a zone where eighty story buildings are all crammed into this downtown. Or does it make more sense to have zoning which is a little bit like, okay, maybe it goes upwards toward the center and other places like towards your main your main arteries, your main roads, you have zoning which allows, you know, 10 ish story buildings and maybe declining as you get into more residential areas to A lower, you know, I think there is a way to have density, which is human scale, and I feel like that. You'll hear that term in urban planning too. And I think that some—that's the problem with the skyscrapers—is not human scale. Like you walk around, and I haven't been to to, to—I guess I've been to Hong Kong and I've been to Chicago, which is not a pretty vertical city. And and you walk around, and it is—it's really cool. I I like it. I don't know that I'd want to live right in in it, but like, sometimes like it's dark in the day because the sun is like hidden behind these giant. You're in these like man-made chasms. It's kind of weird, you know, and it's like you are looking up at this like it's almost it seems abstract to look up at all these windows and be like God. It's like, and, and when you look down from them, people look like little specks. It's a, it's a, it's weird, and I think that there is a density at at a human scale that could could work. Again, I mean, we're not solving any world's problems on this show. We're just
2: well, you know what? Yeah. We might deliver a verdict that changes the face of humanity. Forever. I'm sure it will. The right person to listen to it and decide. He's going to create the skyscraper tribunal and ban Donald Trump. He'll like, I think skyscrapers are good. <laughs>
1: uh, we like we, a- we can come up with something, an idea right now, it would change the course of humanity on skyscrapers forever. And uh, we'd probably get like five extra listeners.
2: It'd be great. But we love all five of them. We, you know, we comment <laughs> often about, you know, our the niche interests. Basically, we're the hipster podcast, you know. People who like us, as soon as as soon as we get big and everyone likes us, we're gonna lose all those guys because they're like, I liked them before they were popular, just yeah, like hipsters. skyscrapers. Maybe they were there were skyscraper hipsters back in the day. I'm sure. All right, On that you, hipster, <laughs> hipsters, I all think right. it's time to bring up the farm animals and roll groups <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's do that then. <laughs> Come here, Betsy. <laughs> Descartes. all right i think mike you have to go second or first because as uh, I- i'm I'll anticipating go. crofton already saying though because you're going to deliver the outro thing we have to have some sure yeah whatever variety um all right I'll, so I'll, crofton, go. how I about you go last and i'll go first okay oh, sure. you want to go first mike
0: oh which you can put you on a
2: skyscraper right now Mike.
1: you go <laughs> you go first Bo. you go second
0: i'll go third all right um so okay I actually had quite a hard time with this one. I really didn't know where I was going to land and still am a little bit with a waffling my verdict. Um, coming back to the fact that I like skyscrapers, I'm impressed by them as I think anyone who sees, you know, cool tall building is like, wow, that's that's cool, that's neat. You know, uh, That doesn't mean they're good though. You know, I'm maybe impressed by a lot of things which aren't good. They're neat. I'm impressed by the idea of an atomic bomb. That's cool. It's not cool. It's horrible. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I like the... It's impressive this, that we've done this as, as a species, and I think the same is almost true of uh, skyscrapers. Like, wow, it's impressive, and but I don't know that it's good. Uh, I, I think for those reasons of like, they, they serve their place in history to provide like dense central areas for people that had to go to work together because we didn't have those communi- communication channels open that we that we do now. And I really think we're in a slow culture shift of understanding that people can work well from wherever and, and i really think probably that's the answer to like a lot of our problems of like how we consume energy through transport and and buildings of being like if people just didn't have to like go in cars and go in these energy pig buildings all day because they could just work from home in their small like energy efficient house this is utopian uh that would be better and i think that we we have this technology of the of the internet and interconnectivity and social media and in communication that allow it's there like we could use it and the skyscraper i really think probably should be a vestige of the past i doubt it will be because it's shifted fully into the you know as we talked about again the icon the like like, let's impress people look at this amazing building and as a culture we're still hung up on stature and i think that's really kind of unfortunate so for the moment and we still live and i like i still do like them and then I says whiff waffling. I still feel wiff waffling. I almost want to say bad now, but I'm gonna land on bullshit as the place for the skyscraper. Is up. Right. Big
2: tall piles of leaning bullshit. Sway in the wind. Alright. Well there is a bullshit. Um certainly don't want to be on the bottom of a skyscraper when a giant bullshit falls down from it. Um I you know, I think it's pretty I I like the idea of living in a building so high that my apartment would be in outer space and because i want to keep that dream alive i'm going to do all i can to be a shill for the skyscraper because i think they're amazing i think they do conveniently house people together um elevators can be scary when they fail but uh i don't know you take a risk walking out of your front door every day i don't think they're that unsafe um sucks when people fly planes into them that's an asshole move so there's a knock against skyscrapers they're pretty vulnerable um, and, uh, you know, I think Mike's right. It's good to look at a tree every now and then. So a tree in nature, not in your apartment, especially on a fake one. That being said, I want to live in that space hotel. And until they make the skyscraper of the mind, i.e. the hive mind where I can live, um, living at the top of a skyscraper is high on my list.
1: So I'm going to say a skyscraper is a good This is I I I want to comment on both topic on verdict, but I'm not going to because I hate it when people do that to me right after. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I feel this whole episode. You have just been like, good, 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 good. Skyscrapers so cool. Skyscrapers so cool. I'm not listening to what you're saying because Skyscraper is so cool. I'm listening, but I remain not convinced. But okay, I. I'm gonna take a page from the Bo Schwartz school of going with your gut, and um, and I'm gonna because the the thing is I I I sort of showed my hand a little earlier when I said I hate skyscrapers, <laughs> and uh, I I agree almost entirely with what Mike says the whole the whole. Um, uh, recognizing that they are cool to visit, I like when I go see when I go to a to a place with a lot of skyscrapers, and I don't live in a city heavy on skyscrapers. I, I I find it cool in the same way that I find like ancient ruins cool. If I go to a place with ancient ruins, it's like wow, that's awesome. But if I saw it every day, maybe annoying because it would be a, a security violation or. Boulders would fall off. Anyway, I, I don't think I'd want to live in skyscrapers. I recognize that a lot of people do and that's great for them. And so for me, I was stuck between bad and bullshit on skyscrapers. Uh, and and I kept leaning to – like I kept thinking there's enough good stuff for me to say bullshit. But then I there's a little thing in the back of my head that's like – I fucking hate skyscrapers. (laughs) And so I'm just going to say that skyscrapers are bad.
0: Wow. And it really doesn't have to do
1: with the fact that anything really about them, other than, you know, Mike talked about the energy costs. He talked about the fact that they may be going the way of the dodo or whatever. They may be necessary. Honestly, they may be necessary. I don't know enough about urban planning to know that for sure. I just know that I personally don't like them. So whatever, we have a verdict for that. They're bad. Kiss my ass, skyscrapers.
2: I have a question now for you because I know you don't like it when people comment on the verdicts, but how much of my verdict w- swayed your
1: verdict? they're <laughs> oh, no, like, they're good, good, good. From, and you're like, the- oh, he's making me mad. <laughs> oh, no, not, n- nothing nothing too much. Like, it did annoy me. Like, when you were like, oh, skyscrapers are so cool. It annoyed me when, because it made me think of the whole status element of skyscrapers and Trump, Trump Tower and being like, being like, check out this physical representation of my penis suck it everybody you know like it, it just feels like and and you mentioned i think you it was you bo who said like or no maybe it was mike it was like giving mother nature the finger or something like that it does kind of feel like that sometimes i think i phrased um, it something not that way but so so i mean just all all of those elements and the fact that they're building one near my house you know i'm clearly biased or whatever and i and i tried to to Earlier say that like you know I'm getting older I can see myself going this way and being like oh skyscrapers it's gonna attract some of those noisy kids oh I hate them get off my lawn you know so those noisy but,
2: kids can't like are you living
1: right next to the skyscraper I'll be like uh, yeah like I mean pretty close yeah and as again,
2: long as your lawn, lawn like, isn't close enough to get all the cigarette butts that people are eventually gonna it's
0: not off like side. it's and, and when Crofton's like we we're talking about skyscrapers like his is like on the short end of what six, you'd call six,
1: sixteen stories. Oh, did it up to that high? That's pretty tall, man. You're yeah. getting boned. Thank, thank you for that. <laughs> you better, you better move before your property value takes a shit. Oh wait, no, no, sorry, fourteen stories.
0: Oh, okay. No, don't worry. You're all good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, you well all done, sir. Well say. Done. I hate skyscrapers. Okay.
0: All right, so. We got the full spread on that one, which is always it's always fun to see. So clearly, it's not a cut-and-dry case. So, uh, dear listener, if you have something to add or some big points that we, we missed, we would love to hear from you. You can send us an email, goodbadbull at gmail.com, and we would uh, read any messages you send to us on the air. You can also send us a tweet at goodbadbull, and you can also like our Facebook page and write any comments there that you um, you might wish to. And, uh, you know, you can subscribe to the show, Google Play, I believe, and iTunes as well. And you can find all the information for this kind of stuff at our website, goodbadbull.com. And we'd just like to take one quick second to shout out to our Patreon supporters who uh, give us a little, bit of, a little bit of cash and helps make the show possible. And if you want to, you know, give us some too, you're welcome to. But you don't have to, you know, you can if you want. But Patreon or something or <laughs> other
2: patreon.com slash good bad bull i
0: believe yeah bo bull bo, bo's the one to show for that kind of stuff i say do what you like if you want to find out you find out it's on our website somehow and uh you know if you want to follow each one of us in a more individual manner bo where
2: could our listeners find uh find you you can find me and all the stuff i'm up to over on twitter at bo schwartz and crofton people want to hear your
1: tweets yeah, they can uh follow me on Twitter at Crofton Steers. Hmm. I thought
0: there was gonna be something about a skyscraper.
1: And you can follow I fucking hate skyscrapers. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, that's a new tweet right there. I just wrote it. It it is funny because I'm like I
0: almost said bad too, but I do like them. Again, that's just not a good reason. Anyways, you can follow me at ML Hodgins and I might make a tweet there. So yeah, that about wraps it up. You know- so, so maybe I kept thinking about this the whole show except I it, it, I wanted to bring it up but it wasn't really pertinent. I saw this infographic that talked about things likely to kill you. And uh, you know because people have like crazy fears like I'm going to get eaten by a shark like Croft and scare that. As am I when I'm in the water. But but it, and so basically it was like the first one was like 90% of things that are likely to kill you are disease of some kind. Like okay, that makes sense. The number 2 was automobile accidents and mm-hmm. I was like okay that makes sense and the third was falls falling off something and I was like huh falls oh. eh <laughs> I'd
1: I, I like, I like to see that broken down by like level of drunkenness too well and like and it's then, like, like, thing, love, you're love.
0: drunk on a skyscraper it's like when it goes wrong it goes real wrong but if you're drunk <laughs> in your shitty
2: house you just fall into the bushes and you're okay but I'd also it's, like to know height levels too I think it's broken down by height. Well,
0: the point is, if you fall off a two-story building, you know, you might break a leg or something. It, you might die, but you're probably not going to die. But if you fall off a ten-story building, you're most definitely going to die. Maybe you'll survive, and if it's a hundred-story building, you're dead one hundred percent. Do you ha- for- so
2: how high? Oh, sorry. I know you want to say something, crofton but how? Like cause there are people who, like in World War II, jumped out of planes but still lived because they bounce off the ground. Look, those are super flukes. Uh, <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> if you land in like a swamp or something, you maybe you'll
0: live. And it's like if you if you jump out of your your twenty-story skies. And land in the pavement or the sidewalk, you're gonna be fucking dead. Like really dead. <laughs> okay, never uh, mind.
1: Go ahead. So, so when I was gonna to propose to my wife, we went on a trip to New York City, and I was like scoping out places, and I thought, oh, top of the Empire State Building, that would be a sweet, romantically cliche place. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say a bit
1: of a cliche, but yeah. No, so, so anyway. It's not at all like you see in the movies. Obviously, there. First off, in the movies, nobody is ever there except the people being proposed to. In this case, I'm standing. We're standing in a giant line, and then then we get up there, and and there's and uh, people are just squished together. And then instead of like looking down at the city, there's a giant security fence to stop people from jumping off and killing themselves. Um, because, because people I get,
0: do that on tall buildings.
1: Yeah, that's true. They do that and and uh, I think that per, your percentage of falls thing is probably a sizable amount of them are are self uh you know, inflicted fall. Yeah, like
0: cause it, well, I know, but I just thought it was interesting. And part of the reason I didn't bring it up was the fact that the number two was automobile. Because then it's like, well, what's your alternative? Go live in the suburbs and drive to work every day. Are you going to get in a car accident? Yeah, and you can. The- more people than falls does, so it doesn't
1: really support the argument. The, the moral of the story is that you're going to die.
0: Yeah, you are going to die, and it's probably going to be some kind of disease. So don't really worry about falling or a car accident,
1: <laughs> which you're probably more likely to get living in close quarters with other humans such as in the skyscraper.
0: Yeah, that that is likely true. The more you know.